Alright, cold open, no intro. Episode 2 uh, is finally here, not only after three weeks, <laughs> also after being interrupted by the local Popo. county police, which is incredible. So we trying to have a kind of a different vibe for the second episode here. We're, we're out in the, you know, the mother nature as you do, uh, which you can hear from the bugs, which I, I mean, it's, we can't really do anything about the bugs. Sorry about that. Uh, so we went to some park, um, yeah. and we literally started recording for three minutes, three minutes. Yeah. Not three minutes. And then we had, um, pulled over. Yep. Well, we weren't, we were already kind of pulled over we were already in the pulled line, but we got double pulled over. Yeah, the guy came up with his lights on and shit and was like, yo, let me get your license. And I'm like, okay. But, I mean, obviously, all is good. He didn't give us a ticket or anything. He was like, all right, you guys have a good night. You just have to, like, leave the park. Like, you know. He actually said head on home, which I thought was fucking hilarious, considering he say, like, we're both 19. Did he say, yeah, like, get dude. some sleep or He was something? like, get some fucking sleep. Or, well, he didn't say fucking, but he was like, it's, get some sleep. And I'm like... Okay, dude. It's you just, literally ten thirty at the time. Of you just took our IDs. Yeah, it's it's like ten thirty at night right now. You just took our IDs. You know we're fucking well over curfew age. Like, what is curfew? Sixteen? Yeah. Isn't curfew sixteen in Missouri? I don't know. Or is it eighteen? Either way, Probably we're both 18. well we're both well over curfew age, so we can stay out as late as we goddamn please. But I mean, whatever. He was nice. He was he was nice to us. So, but now we're just at a different undisclosed location that is also in nature and i've been here many a times late night and never gotten any run-ins with the law so maybe this will be a first and we'll be interrupted yet again but we got the nice background noise of the cicadas or something oh yeah I, bugs. I enjoy it personally it's one of my favorite uh atmospheres but i mean this is probably not going to be a usual occurrence all right, Unless so. everyone fucking likes it. I don't know. Maybe they'll be like, oh my god, I have a hard-on for the cicada <laughs> sounds. Keep doing that, you know? All right, so today we're going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about a few, few things. We're thinking about minimalism. I just recently read this this book about minimalism. It's called Goodbye Things. It's by this Japanese minimalist, and... I think Matt's read a little bit of it too. Yeah, I, I listened to about three hours worth at work. Yeah, it's uh, a short. It, it was book. pretty good. It's like it's like four hours long, and this yeah, this Japanese dude basically completely turned his life around. Yeah, and after he decided that he needed to get rid of most of his material possessions that he didn't, not only that he didn't need, but that he realized didn't bring him joy, and he realized that society and people just place a lot of value on material things obviously that's kind of a narrative that gets shoved down our throats but since youth yeah (laughs) forever i mean mean, you always want the best toys you know you always want the best fucking power wheels you know well i'm just talking about how it feels like everybody says that oh we need to stop having so much possessions but nobody actually really does it oh yeah and this guy minimalism is actually taking that into action and it's really just finding... It's not just about throwing shit away. It's yeah, about, no, not at all. You don't even have to really throw shit away at the start. Really. It's about finding 
things that you enjoy in life and having yeah more freedom to explore your pursuits and your hobbies and yeah. have more free time things that bring you real joy instead of a fake right. sense of you know work your your week job party on the weekend and then go back to work in the same boring dead-end job which right. is kind of what this guy was talking about he was a, what was he a journalist or of some sort maybe I don't know. Or some kind of author. Uh, clearly, we're very good at reading books because <laughs> we know everything. Well, about the topic, it sounded like but. yeah, it sounded like he was working like a nine to five job. And yeah, he was, he was. That was a well, he was he was depressed. Yeah, and then he actually ended up quitting his job. Yeah, he did after I guess becoming a minimalist. Um, uh, yeah, I think so because his expenses went down a fuck ton if I'm remembering right. Yeah, and it, I think he just became so much happier after he realized that all this shit that was bringing him down and kind of bogging his yeah. his free time like yeah I, don't, like, I feel like if you go into a messy room like there's oh, so yeah. much stuff vying for your attention there's so many distractions and yeah you and he mentions that a lot you just like don't know what to do there's so much so much shit around you there's so much like overload of your senses that it's honestly it causes stress oh yeah and I think decluttering obviously it, it removes that stress it's it a way of it's a way of getting rid of that stress and it's like a big thing that he talked about that really caught my interest or piqued my interest a lot of the hobbies that i partake in really aren't even like hobbies like i'll like watch tv or play games or something and it's like something he made me realize is like that shit doesn't i mean it could make somebody really happy and it could right. be like what they enjoy but for most people it's but are just, you really more happy after you finish a long session of playing video games or after you finish like a whole series of fucking naruto or whatever you know you're watching like yeah. it, it doesn't it from for most people i feel like that doesn't bring real fulfillment i mean some people they fucking love naruto and if they want to finish all of naruto that's power to them because that's like it's, it's that's kind of like the point he's making is you got to find what you really enjoy not what other people like what the what the crowd enjoys and then thus you enjoy to be like a part of something you know you got to find your thing that you really enjoy right. and I, I found that huge because i've always been chasing you know the monetary uh uh distractions that i never had because i, I this is actually kind of deep and i didn't even really think about this before this episode this is all just like spitballing but in high school, obviously, like, I mean, my family, again, I've said this in the previous episode, we're not poor, but we don't really have, like, the money for just, like, like, cool shit, I guess. Like, we do have cool shit, don't get me wrong, but it's, like, when I was in high school, I didn't have, like, a TV in the basement, which is, like, where I hung out most of the time, and I didn't have, like, you know, like, a Nintendo Switch, like, everybody had a Switch, and I didn't have Xbox or anything. I, I just had, like, the Wii, which is fucking sick. The Wii is a great console. But I always felt like I wanted to be a part of that, you know, because, like, all my friends, Luke included, you know, they all had Switches, and I didn't have a Switch. Yeah. So it was like I was left out of that social aspect. So I was working a job that I fucking hated, for one, which is kind of funny. That's what this guy's talking about. <laughs> all of my money I made at that job that I fucking absolutely despised. It made me so, like, depressed, not just, like, to play it up. And all all the listeners from Peronis know this story. This is a, this is a story as old as time, the Schnook story. <laughs> They all know how fucking terrible Schnooks was. That's a grocery store in St. Louis. We might have mentioned it in a previous episode. But all my Peroni workers know this story. And I worked there. And what I did after making money, which took forever because they paid fucking jack shit. And I barely got any hours. And the hours I did get sucked dick. I, I went out and I bought a TV. I bought an Apple TV to go with it so I could watch my anime on the TV. Which was another social <laughs> thing that I was getting into, you know. And, uh... 
and, and it was great. I, it did make me really happy for a while, but honestly, now I find myself hardly using the TV as much. It's well, like it's like buyer's remorse, you know. It's not even. I wouldn't even say buyer's remorse. I was happy with my purchase, absolutely, but I feel like I didn't really need any of that. I should have been looking for something else you know what i mean like instead of trying to fit into oh all my friends have like a big tv and they all have nintendo switches and i'm gonna spend all like all the money i fucking made at, at schnooks to buy this shit you know i should have been thinking about like what i could be using the money for that would better me like not not necessarily like in a preachy way well like, because what, what i did would be it, an example of something that you that like would better you i honestly like, don't know at this point in my life i'm so distraught about like everything like all this stuff we've been talking about i don't know what really would make me happy do you what, think you would rather like save up money and buy like a guitar and or buy some musical instrument that you can have a skill yeah probably a skill because when we were hanging uh, out last time just video games that don't really give you any yeah, benefit yeah for sure and it, it's like it's actually funny you brought that up because last time we were hanging out this is actually after recording the first episode of the podcast which by the way thank you everyone who fucking listened to it you guys are awesome for real like it's it's pretty fucking crazy i mean obviously we're not huge or anything but I mean, we got some listens that aren't just people that are we just know. people we know it, and that feels good obviously uh and that's why we're continuing to do this i mean not just because it makes us feel good but because hopefully other people can kind of gain something from this but anyway after the first episode i was playing loose guitar and i learned this song that i had stuck in my head it was uh what was it something by uh nirvana i think it was Oh yeah. She sleep something about sleeping. She sleep. Where, where did, did you, you sleep where last did you night? Sleep? Where did yeah. you sleep? It's a very simple riff, but I I was obsessed with that song and I fucking learned it on guitar and that <laughs> that night and it was just it was very fulfilling, but I never really thought about that and it's like that's one of those things where it's like you know, what if I instead of spending my money on a Switch, which I did get a lot of joy out of, I still get a lot of joy out of. I have my Switch with me right now. I play it still. But it's like, I feel like there's more things that I could be getting joy out of. And this is one of those big things which are, this episode is going to talk about is traveling. That Yeah. I, I, ever since thinking about all this existential type shit, and I know it's like a big word and like this is just, we're just two college kids shooting the shit really more than anything. It's not like a deep fucking philosophy lesson. But <laughs> when I really started thinking about this shit, stuff that would make me actually happy, I think would be fucking traveling and experiencing the world, which is something that, I feel uh, like hardly anyone that I know is done. But not, think, I'm not just talking like... I think we like, talked about this on the first episode a little bit. Maybe. When I was talking about my parents. And like oh, yeah, yeah, how absolutely. most people don't really have much desire to see the world. And I think that's kind of like a shitty way to live. Just, just think about like how... I think we were talking about this. How like rare or special it is that we actually exist as humans... And all yeah, instead like, of like a, a rabbit, all well, yeah, we could have been born any like living a, creature, a rabbit yeah, or some yeah, like some mosquito or some right. We were talking about that insect, a little bit. Yeah, all there's like seven billion years or something crazy that what, of evolution. Earth? Oh yeah, that led to us being Maybe what not we that are. Much. I don't. Know. I don't. Yeah, we're fucking. I mean, we're smart. Don't get it in your head. We're not smart. But we're not fucking geniuses, man. Like, we're not going to... I think it's maybe, like, four billion or something. The like. Earth has been here a long time is the point we're getting at. So, yeah, if all you all fucking nerds want to fact check those us... Those billions of years... You know, maybe we'll make a Twitter account so people can fucking roast us. I don't know. I don't like Twitter, but... We had to evolve from, like, single-cell organisms yeah. to, like, 
amphibians to like yeah. fish that eventually started to walk on land. Yeah, which is fucking and then wild. Somehow we long. evolved into monkeys and then humans. Yeah. All in this took four billion years. Tons, tons of time. And the Earth has changed so fucking much, dude. It's like it is so. There's like the odds of us existing seem like. They, we shouldn't exist. No, really, we shouldn't. Like, if you really think about the grand scheme of things, how many, even how many people exist you now? You are literally, like, one in a billion. Like, think about you how many, yeah. Defy the odds of... Like, of evolution the and... The universe. Uh, yeah. Literally the universe. Like, why do humans have to exist? Yeah, what... Like, what, yeah. There's nothing... We, as far as we can tell, there isn't any other intelligent life. Yeah, that we know of, there's no other deity and this is obviously a, a completely other discussion we can get into like, this what, is for future what even is episodes consciousness but, like how yeah. what about like the cells in our brain make us conscious and, and how be able yeah to think and the like fact that this. we're speaking right now as we are like what what even is any of this and this is obviously like and how are we all the same like we're all, all similar are, we're all very similar but different yeah somehow our dna tells us what we grow into and it's like a like a acorn how does that grow into a tree how does it know what to grow into yeah it's just years that of fucking acorn, evolution yeah it's just like it feels like it's like a computer program almost yeah for just real. with all these pre-written rules about anyway this is off topic yeah but the point is that we get to this point and we are what we are but it's like what like wait what was we were talking about traveling traveling on like we got way off topic we probably sound like fucking crack addicts (laughs) right now but i think that oh okay we were talking about minimalism and i think minimalism really relates to travel in a lot of ways that it's about finding what really brings you joy in life yeah and kind of erasing all that bullshit from your life yeah in the in the past is another thing i feel like people dwell on so much and it's like well okay let's talk about the rat race and Oh yeah, and that's yeah, of like course. how traveling is like a way of minimalizing, like life. Really, I feel like because you have to be minimal right. to travel in the it's first about, place. Minimalism is about finding like joy and finding the simple things that bring you joy. Yeah, rather than have all this clutter that stresses you out and makes yeah, you depressed. Absolutely, because I think jobs, nine to five jobs, are like that. They're people spend so much of their life working it's like yeah like eight hour work days that's like a for real half of your waking hours exactly and you sleep for we sleep for like one third of our life and i think most people don't enjoy their jobs at least they yeah would rather be doing something else than doing their jobs yeah that's what my dad says all the time pretty much everybody ever would rather not be working at that yeah i would think so yeah but some people a lot of people just think there's no other way but i think people that's what everybody's used to that's what society yeah has that's what everyone else is doing so why why should i do anything different but i i was i read this book called vagabonding by ralph potts okay and it was it was so like i guess eye-opening how traveling can be like a refuge from that kind of nine-to-five job life corporate corporate work environment that yeah so many people in th- this country in the world and honestly yeah even the whole world trapped or, yeah by. really like i'm sure all these people listening are 
working nine to five jobs or yeah, if you're I'm in college sure. you yeah. probably expect to get a nine to five yeah you're going through the job. motions so you can ultimately get that job that comfortable life and, and this is something that i feel like i need to bring up just based off what you know we've been talking about I, I feel like this is a discussion that can be easily turned as like you know people being privileged like oh well you guys yeah. are in college and you guys have money clearly because you're in university you have this privilege to be able to travel but I, well, I don't think that's, that's the point. The interesting thing I think about the point is that, this book is that he says traveling isn't actually ex- like expensive. Well, yeah, no, but that's not even what I'm getting to. I'm getting to the point where it's like, yeah, I understand people have established lives and people have to like provide for families and shit. But when I think that a big thing, and this is this goes out more to this is something that I feel like people that are me and Luke's age can hopefully see and like think about and get their their gears kind of turning, and more for people who have already established their life, kind of like oh shit, like, okay, and maybe they could try and work towards that, because I understand, like, obviously, like, my family could not just uproot ourselves and just fucking travel, like, we couldn't do that, like, we have all this established, but my idea, I don't plan, yeah, I have a plan to be married and to have kids and have a family, but also, a big thing that I've been thinking about a lot recently is going out, just taking some time before I start settling down like that, and just going out and experiencing the rest of the world to see what else is out there to offer definitely because like me and luke were actually talking about this in in the car actually on the ride from when we got pulled over we're talking about how you could potentially meet someone abroad that could be like the love of your life and you people talk about soulmates i mean if soulmates are real what is the odd your soulmates in america i don't want to like i don't want to (laughs) like talk down on people because obviously like soulmates that's kind of bullshit because you can feel like there's there's tons of people that will fall in love with you easily a million soulmates out there for you yeah there's tons of people that you could fall in love with and have a life with that's not the point you know it's it's i think that really people need to go out and experience other things before they start settling down and i think that if you have the opportunity after already being settled down to maybe broaden your horizons a bit with with the love of your life even you know or even with your family if you get to a comfortable position i feel like that could be very beneficial because like I mean, hell, I look at my own family. My parents are constantly worrying about material shit. Like, that's... It's something that's gotten to me through my whole childhood. It's fucked me up. It's... it's, it's, it's I've like, gotten a distorted view on money and... It's like that... And family and everything. those hierarchy of needs. You know, yeah, basic yeah. needs are like food yeah. and survival. And then it's What like, you really need, yeah. And then maybe material, like, just paycheck to paycheck I think, is the next. And yeah. then if... I guess if you're privileged enough to be able to worry about like things about your soul's desires like traveling i guess but i feel like that's honestly kind of misguided because in this book he talks about how traveling is not actually as expensive yeah at all and it's something you can do before you settle down and people think that they're just trapped before they even settle down they think they're already trapped if you go to these like tourist places luxurious and where it's catered to get as much money from tourists as possible like if you go to some of these countries like the the prices that are in like tourist infested areas are way higher than anything you'd find the the locals oh i'm sure but people a lot of travelers on vacation just go to the tourist places yeah like if you're gonna go to japan you'll go to tokyo which i would love to go to tokyo don't get me wrong but i also would love to spread out to those more rural areas and see those lifestyles you know explains that you need to if you want to travel as 
like semi full time, then you need to get out of those tourist places and go. Yeah, you need ex- to see because experience, going, experience their real life, the local life, and that's actually what I think you get more from. is more beneficial and yeah, more long run. valuable and yeah. brings you more joy. Yeah. Not just meeting a bunch of other yeah people that are also tourists. Rich tourists. Yeah, you want to, and that's the thing that I feel like. And this is why I'm talking about the privilege thing. There are people that are incredibly privileged that travel all the time. That's a different kind of traveling. Right. Even like we were talking about this some- before the episode got fucking derailed. I just got back from a vacation at Disney World, which is something that my family saves up for all year to be able to do. And it's always a fun time. But that's obviously very expensive. And with that money, and obviously, like if my parents ever watch this, if it ever gets big enough for them to watch, I love Disney World. This is no hate on them sacrificing to take us to Disney World. I love it. But you really could spend that money and go experience way more. You, sure. you'd, you'd get, you'd go experience, to some developing you know, country. and you'd experience, you'd experience people like, you know, it'd be like if you were to travel to St. Louis, but you fucking traveled to like where I live in St. Louis, like that'd be cheap as fuck to stay, Yeah. but it's not a tourist attraction by any means. In fact, it's more of the ghetto, which would be really <laughs> cheap, but it, that's kind of the point. You could travel to cheaper areas that might not be as, you know, lovey-dovey, kissy, like as maybe Tokyo would be. Right. But you'd still get that experience. It's more of a raw And you would be able to communicate with these real-life people who live in these environments. Who've been there for their whole life. Just like we live, just like I live in Florissant in Missouri, and, you know, and and we live in St. Louis, Missouri. And just like that, which St. Louis is obviously big. It's kind of touristy. If you're going to come to the Midwest, you'd probably go to St. Louis or Chicago. Uh, but still, the point is that it, it's like one of those things where you really experience more of what the real lifestyle is and less of just your home but away. Right. I think it's, it's really more trying to find – and that's the thing literally, with the Okay, I, I heard this quote. It's about yeah. people who travel go travel to to see people they ignore at home. So some people, like, I don't, I don't know, they – they see travel as like a way to look at these these exotic ways that people live around the world or but many times there's people from these countries living all around us real lives in our it, you know it's kind of like that parasite movie we watched that a, a couple of months back those are like real i mean that's more that's way more ghetto but those are like real life people that if you just go to the tourist attraction where would they live taiwan or something korea korea south korea, south korea. so if you went to south korea you might experience... I don't know what the South Korea capital is. It would be like the tourist Seoul. attraction. Definitely Seoul. But, you know, but you wouldn't experience these people who are, like, you know, maybe under their needs. And I'm not saying you have to go to fucking rural communities and, like, help people. I'm not trying to be preachy in that sense. It's more just getting sure. a real... The real experience. Because it's like... I think really what I want to acquire through traveling is real-life experiences from a different perspective. Not fun, exciting... Now, honestly, now I do those, want it to be fun tourists, and exciting. There's tourists attractions are super are cool fun. and they are fun just By like no how walt means. disney world is very fun but and i enjoy my time it's, it's just a lot of what you can get in america but just a way yeah yeah just and, all, with and a them, different rainbow package yeah and you know it. them japanese that are in tokyo love i mean actually some of them might be more more not so happy with the Im- immigrant or not the immigrants the tourists but I, i'm sure there are a lot of japanese that but, love the American culture, just like I myself personally love the Japanese culture. I know Luke's growing on it. You know, it's. <laughs> but but you know, it's one of those things. No, no it's, I like. It, yeah, you're exposed. Really, we know you like anime, Luke. You're fucking exposed. I don't. Dude. No, I'm, Studio I don't Ghibli. Like anim- I like Studio Ghibli, which is anime. So get fucked. Luke. I I don't like anime. 
I don't Personally. like anime. According to my calculations, anime is a childish endeavor. Uh, but, no. I don't know. but yeah, no. Obviously, it's one of those things where it, I think that ultimately it, it should. I know this is this is probably sounding very high horse, maybe a little privileged, because me and Luke still have our whole lives ahead of us. But that's the thing. I feel like well, there's so many people like us in this situation who do have their lives ahead of them, who just immediately write it off. Like, I was doing the same thing. I'd never once thought about travel seriously. So, and a lot of people look down on travel as like, oh, you're wasting your... You should be focusing on your career. You should or, be getting yeah, a job. Or you should be working that money... Right could be spent like I know to my buy parents, an Xbox. I know or, my parents would not like approve of me. Yeah, you could buy a car. You could buy a car with the like money. You know, you could, I could get rid of this shit yeah. bag that I'm driving, which I love my shit you bag. Could, you She's my girl. Saving but. for a house, like what the? I don't fucking want a big house. I yeah. want to have a small house. I, I, I would like to have, have a, a yeah. I want to have an old used car. Obviously, I want to like provide for my family that I'll eventually have. But at this point, I do not have a family. I don't have that attachment. People's, you know. Your life should, like, your your money should just want to serve your like life goals. Yeah, and this and is your lifestyle. That, your lifestyle. Yeah. The the more expensive your lifestyle, the harder you're gonna have to work. The more you're gonna have to work. And you're gonna be you're working gonna need for that weekend. To get you, more money. You could have a huge house. Buy your big house. But you're gonna your, be working to spend time in that house. You're gonna be working to smoke that nice cigar in your backyard. Which I would. I don't get me wrong. I cannot wait for the days when I can sit on the back porch. The kids are off at college or it's wherever, great and for I can a smoke bit, a cigar. But then once it's over, you gotta go back to work the next day. Yeah, but that's the thing is that ultimately, and this is. This is kind of where it comes to home with the minimalism that we started with. This minimalist lifestyle cuts down on a lot of those costs that you don't really need to be spending money on. Like cable is a big one. I mean, my family got rid of cable. That's a that's a big it's a big little step. Exactly. Because we have cable more money. So we have it's more crazy. money to spend on other shit. You know, it just it's that simple. My dad was like, "Fuck it, we're going to get rid of cable." He got the the ESPN app for baseball. That's all we use cable for was baseball. And that's it. He he pays the monthly for the baseball, which is not crazy expensive. It's expensive. Don't get me wrong, but it's not as much as fucking cable was. And then and we boom. just have Disney Plus, which is fucking five a month, and even that you don't really need. And that's just like, you know, it's like a slow. And it's baby steps, all really. All the money you'll save in the long term. Yeah. You probably by cutting cable, you could probably afford. You could afford a trip. A, one month, two month, three month trip. You really could afford a trip anywhere and, in the world. Yeah, and that's something that. Obviously, my family, again, cannot just uproot itself. and it's not, I'm not asking anybody's family to do that. But the fact of the matter is that that simple cost check has saved us a little bit of money, which adds up ultimately, especially when you're living paycheck to paycheck, which if my parents ever watch this, will probably be pissed at me putting on the internet. I, I want to do that. But. I want to touch back on the myth of travel being super expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get back. Because this is interesting to me. He actually didn't talk to me much about this beforehand so that I could kind of get a first hand. Look, yeah. so obviously I'll let Luke I, go ahead and well, take the stage. So but. in the book, this author who who was traveling in, like, the Middle East or something, like, he got approached by someone who, like, kind of made a joke to about him, like, oh, <laughs> like, your parents must be rich or something for you to be traveling in your 20s. But then he was like, no, I, I'm just a normal person who just found a way to travel cheaply and by avoiding those tourist places like i i think yeah you can buy apartments or airbnbs or whatever across the world for 
like half the price you would pay for something similar in America. Or even like if you're going to fucking tourist traps like Tokyo, you'd get it for way cheaper than that. And it's like that's the thing is you can really yeah. yeah. Obviously, if you go to like Bali and buy like an apartment or something there in the city, it's going to be so expensive. But if you go outside of the cities, outside of the tourist places, where I mean, it's still you still get pretty much the same cultural experience just for a cheaper price tag and like you can get meals dinner in many parts of the world for like a dollar yeah or two. And, and you get that cultural experience too what you, you would go pay to, like, the like local fucking ramen shop and shit if you're at like a podunk town in fucking japan you know like literally what you would pay like 30 bucks at a cheesecake factory oh, for like a yeah. nice dinner oh, absolutely. you could get for like two dollars in like well obviously that's exaggerated but i understand i understand the point you're making but it's, you can get quality food quality experiences for cheaper right yeah and it's it's what actually funny this i'm gonna bring this up because you were talking this was before we got cut off by the fucking police officer we were talking about epcot and i'm just gonna speed through this kind of like a speed run type deal basically epcot has a section where it's all different countries and one of the countries is germany which i fucking i love germany we have a lot of german heritage and I'm actually wearing a German sh- shirt right now. Simon. Yeah, it's and it says on the back it says Happy Beer Day, and it says yeah. only, only beer grows in this garden. But I mean, it's obviously just funny and it's cool, you know, going to Epcot. But we went to a very very expensive dinner at Epcot, and it was in the Germany part. And holy fuck, it was amazing. And I wish I was 21 oh my because my dad had some of the fucking choice brews. You know, I wish. He was going to give me a little bit, but then obviously, I mean, this I is, to talk about we Vegas do not condone underage drinking. We do not underage drink because it, in, in the United States of America, the drinking age is 21. But my dad was, you know, he was, he was tempted to give me a little sip. You know, that's just, it's kind of normal. Most kids in America have little sips from their dad, but my mom freaked out and was like, oh my God, we'll get in trouble. We'll get kicked out. So it, it didn't happen, but that's not, that's besides the point. The point is that the food was delectable and it was all original german cuisine like it was good shit dude they had like really fucking prime bratwurst they had all this shit i don't even fucking know the name of there was a coke i'm gonna make so much of this in college coke and fanta soda fucking amazing dude it is so good you can taste the di- you can taste the coke and the fanta separately somehow in the same drink it- it's amazing and my dad thinks the reason why it's not a big deal even though it's fucking amazing is because it was invented during nazi era germany and Coca-Cola doesn't want to advertise that. But in Germany, it's still a huge deal. And I'm definitely going to be buying fucking Fanta and Coca-Cola. And I'm going to be doing 50-50 <laughs> with that shit. Because it is fucking amazing. And you should definitely, I encourage all viewers to try it. Because it is really fucking good. If you like Coke, it's it's incredible. It's not just Orange Coke. It's a whole different fucking universe. But anyway, all this original German shit, it was very, very expensive. Think oh, about getting that experience. If we actually traveled to Germany to kind of a podunk, more podunk town, I'm sure we could get that experience for a fraction of that cost. Definitely. And that's the that's the idea is that... Podunk. You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Just a little town. And you know what's funny too about this? I hate to say... I know I'm fucking completely derailing your train because you had this whole thing. No, I want to talk about... I, I'll I let you to Las take Vegas. it back. I, I went to Las Vegas like about a month ago. Yeah, for, like, that's tourist. Vacation. That's fucking tourist as fuck. holy yeah. shit. There, it was just like kind of blew my mind it was probably like really how, cool i'm sure oh it was so cool but like how much money people are willing to throw out the window when it's like people just have so much disposable income some people at least in america that obviously gambling is a big thing like everybody knows that it's 
you're going to lose money if you gamble. But. That's kind of the point, though. People without a gambling addiction go into it knowing not, that and have fun just with even, it. I'm not even... Honestly, the thing that surprised me the most was just, like, seeing the shops. Like, there were, like, Louis Vuitton shops. Oh, yeah. People, Gucci shops. People blow their money on and, that. Uh, and, and that's something that... Uh, and, like, it's just a purse... Yeah, that just it, has it, like a fancy little logo like, on I, it. I, I want to stop what on this real about quick. This, this is this. Yeah, but real quick, I just want to pause on this. This is something that I also I agree with Luke. It is outrageous to spend that money on it. But at the same time, kind of like we were talking, if you do truly desire that Gucci name or that Louis Vuitton name, you do it. You go for it. I'm gonna be liberal on that. I'm not gonna judge you if you truly desire that. Go for it. But I think that most people do it for image, and it's something that they could cast aside. And it's something that right. doesn't this really is about matter the to them. Fucking rat race. It's yeah, about- and they think that oh, I got the Gucci. You know, I'm I'm cool. I got the Gucci. I just want to be cool. I want to be like everybody else. I want to, you know, I want to have this. It's about status. So much yeah. as was about material possessions yeah, giving you more of a social status, and that's that just causes you to but work really, more to people, make more money to be able to yeah, buy more expensive the shit. People that I so find, you can increase your image, and it's just a yeah. cycle. It's a it's a rat race. And the people I find the coolest are the people like this dude Timmy. I'm gonna shout him out. He's, he probably will never watch this because he's an old man. But if he does, if we fucking blow up huge famous, there's a possibility he'll watch this. This dude, Timmy, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fucking phenomenal dude. And he's one of his, one of the kids he watches over. It's not actually his kid. It's like, he's like his uncle. The kid is, he's cool. I'm going to put that out there. Good baseball player. But Timmy, he's been all over the world. He's experienced fucking everything. I strive to be like this guy. He is one of the most badass people I know. And he has basically no material possessions he's literally like spitting image of this and he has a life now he has a settled down life but he experienced all this shit and he took it to the extreme i'm not saying you have to take it to the extreme he has stories from everywhere under the sun with all different people with all different <laughs> Dude, languages he has what, he I, has these incredible stories like. that he will tell during these baseball games and it's like this shit is incredible and it's like he has he talks about he's you could see the joy in his face but then there's these people that I see that are me and Luke's age walking around with Louis Vuitton purses and 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 and, and, and How old Gucci is gang. How old you know? is Timmy? He's old. He's he's older. Oh, okay. he, he's not hella old, like but he's age. he's older. No, he's older. He's much older than us. He's had a whole that life, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like that point where he lived his life, then settled down. That's what I want to strive to be. And I think that more people that are our age should think about that yeah. and realize when they there's get to be there's a lot of pressure to just get a good job and get a family and get settled and in the 20s. But. I, I think that having a family is good. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I think that the destruction of the family unit is a whole other topic that we can go into. America is just trying to destroy the family unit. Dude, but that, that's a whole different topic. The that point kind of gets me depressed though, just thinking like, oh, your 20s are the only time you have to really to go make out like a sexual connection or, 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 or not even you know, just that, or, but like just be free and be but but it's not no responsibilities you can spend the first good section of your life with that kind of that glee and that and that happiness and that that passion to travel and some people this is also me and luke are huge on travel i found that out personally through this whole spiritual journey of all these fucking talks we've had mm-hmm. so many late night talks that i mean we've only made one episode you know obviously for you guys but the stuff we've talked about, we could make hundreds of episodes out of it. Like, this has been a long spiritual journey that you guys have not even begun to scratch the surface of with <laughs> these podcasts. Something that I've realized that I very much want to love and want to have a part of my life is traveling and seeing the world. It might be something completely different for you guys. Maybe you want to be a writer, but you feel like you're never going to make it as a writer. So just forget it and just be like a businessman. 
You could yeah. spend a portion of your life out of college being a writer. Just just live, you know, a, a more minimalist lifestyle. I'm not saying get rid of all your shit because that's nobody's in this. Most people aren't going to do that. Let's just talk about kind of our dreams, our perfect, you know, yeah. travel dreams. And, and this, you as the listener, fill this in for whatever you think. So if you fall in love with writing or you fall in love with show business or you like or you love dancing or any of this you know what i mean any of these hobbies that just people feel like they can't pursue because they know it's a dead end it's not a dead end if it brings you happiness if you can look back on it in 50 years and in 30 years and think i'm glad that i did that i'm glad i have these stories to tell my kids now you know that's that's huge that's something you know and that's something that you Having yeah, right. Your stories you can tell stories yeah. about. I your think novel, if you can tell stories about something, it's worth. Yeah, it's, and and this is the thing: if your novel that you really wanted to write since you were in high school gets nowhere, no one listen, no one reads it, no one wants to have anything to do with it, but it makes you happy, and you spend like a year or two on it out of college, and you're just working like a little job where you're living more minimalist. You know, you're not paying for cable and shit. You don't have a whole family to feed. You could just write your book. And then, you know, maybe in 20 years, when you do get kids, when you settle down, because you don't have to settle down at fucking 25, those kids, you could show them that book and maybe they'll love it. They'll be like, oh my God, dad, this is so cool. You wrote this book, you know? And it's like, that's something that I feel like people want to just stop on their dreams and want to just fuck it. I'm never going to be able to do this. This is never going to be a thing for me. This, you know what? This podcast right now, I'm worried that travel is like an unreasonable dream for me. Well, it's not, but. Uh, just real quick though this podcast i don't mean to keep cutting you off but this is kind of similar to that what are the odds we get a huge audience it's very slim of course we do have an audience of sorts but it's very slim we get a giant one like you know the greats like fucking like joe Joe rogan or even the less popular ones that still have you know tens of thousands of people listening it's very unlikely but we're still doing it and this is still gonna be something cool we're gonna be able to look back on we're taking the time I mean, it's 11.25 at night. I got to go into work at 10 tomorrow, but I'm still taking the time to do this because I know I fucking can. I'll be able to go to sleep and I'll be able to get up in the morning and go to work just like I always do. You know, and it's and I just want to set that up as like, it's like fucking Shia LaBeouf. Don't let your dreams be dreams. It's real. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to make your dreams into a career. You don't have to make money off your dreams. I don't plan on making money off this podcast. Right, like I'm studying engineering. Engineering yeah. is maybe one of the boringest things. Yeah, I mean. Most boring things. Yeah. And, it's like, a lot in of terms math. of a job. Like, it's a lot of math. I I spent a long time deciding if I really wanted to do engineering, and I'm gonna stick with it. I don't. I don't know. I think part of it's just because the pay is so well, and I think if if I can have like a job that pays well that will support my travel lifestyle and your future family, and, if you want to have that, right. So uh, my whole thing is I want to work as little as possible. Yeah. I mean, that sounds lazy, but I don't think... No, not in a lazy sense because you're going to be spending your time and your efforts and be put into stuff right. that brings it's you happiness. It's a different... Like, I'm spending my my effort differently. Yeah, you want to put more effort into what makes you happy than what makes you achieve <laughs> that happiness. Yeah. If you will, if that makes sense. Honestly, I think, like, being different is harder in a way than just sticking with the status quo and that's edgy and just, a little but it's true it really is true because you think about it because and no, like, a lot of people haven't done what like what they want to do long-term travel what the and in what they want to do not just the travel aspect like my dad wants to have he my dad i'm just gonna get me, in real quick my dad's dream he wants to be able to fix cars he would love to take in old cars and fix them 
he cannot accomplish that. But imagine if before my dad settled down with my mom and they had a family, my dad spent some of his years fixing up older cars. He would have found happiness in that, and he would have then he could have settled down. Just like how me and Luke are going to do the same thing with traveling. Let me you know? let me get some of my like, thoughts straight yeah, about yeah, traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Just, I'm going to let you shoot the so shit. I'm going to be quiet for Long distance travel as long as you need. is... I'm talking not just like two weeks of oh fuck on no. like paid leave that most Americans get. I'm talking about like taking a year off, to maybe taking two years off to just go travel the world and not work at all. And that sounds like it's a stupid idea, especially doing your youth. But I mean, why not? Why the fuck not? Why not? Honestly, people think, oh, it's going to look bad on my resume to say I Who fucking skip cares? job, skip work. But it will look good, all the years. fucking life experience. It actually you looks get. better because it sets you apart. But anyway, that's a different. That's a different. It's not story. completely different, though, because really people think that all their aspirations will lead to nothing, but really your aspirations can lead to a good resume. I want to. Like, if I can work maybe like a year or two at a college. And then build up money with have like an internship. All that, with all that money I saved up. Yeah, don't I spend it on stupid probably, shit like beer, which right. I'm, I'm probably gonna, no, I'll I'm live, not going to do that until I'm I'll 21. I'll be a minimalist. But, I will yeah. save up a lot of money that I get from that high-paying engineering job. And probably by working one year, even entry-level salary engineering, I can probably support yourself for a while. Like two years of international travel. Yeah. Like two years for one year of working. And I can just go anywhere. And you can experience the world for what experience, it is. Experience, obviously not going to these expensive spots. Yeah, we're not talking about money, fucking Fiji. But really like, yeah. milking your worth out of your money. Milking, yeah, getting your, your money's worth. And that's just, that's not talking about like being, living like super. Like a poor like, person. No, obviously. You, you have know, it's not. It's about living, not living excessively. And, that, and that's not the minimalist idea. Yeah. And that rich penthouse in tokyo even, or bali yeah, or yes. or paris it's, or fucking fiji or any other number or the caribbean it's not about yeah. going on those touristy or florida safaris or those excursions although those snorkeling those are cool that still, you pay for but, these tour guides to, yeah no it's about for yourself yeah it's a it's about you yourself meeting locals getting yep. out there and the dude i've Every story I hear of people going abroad, it's like, yeah. oh, they meet some local and they fucking invite them over for dinner. Some like nice old lady, dude. That would be meet. so tight because like, some they're small interested village. in you. They're interested in everybody, you. You know, it's, we're foreigners. It's so interesting because everybody in America, nobody cares and about Timmy you has in America. Plenty of stories like this. Timmy does. That's the if same you guy. go somewhere else where they haven't seen, a, some people haven't seen a fucking white person in their whole life. Yeah, they really. And we talk and about the more. It's honestly the more crazy. Eastern countries. Like, yeah, they're only seeing yellow, you know, not to be racist, <laughs> but you know that's that's for real. It's like they're only seeing far Asian out of like these big cities in China or, like, for example, it would be intriguing for them, just as it's intriguing people, for us. You're literally like a celebrity. People, not well, yeah, but yeah, in a sense, people yeah. take like pictures of you all the time and I'm people sure, follow you. yeah i've heard people follow people around that might scare me a little <laughs> not gonna lie i like, might get a little creeped out by that but yeah maybe but it's, i understand I yeah it's it's interesting and it's kind of flattering but you you can make know, a difference so, really it's just so interesting how some different parts of the world you are like seen in a way in a so different light and it's, oh yeah it's 
it changes your perspective i think absolutely I, like i'm i'm just honestly blown away that people in other countries like literally invite you over yeah. to yeah. have dinner with their family I know. or just like go attend their son's wedding or something <laughs> i've heard yeah. i've heard stories about that like yeah timmy's people, got like, plenty of stories like that I, it'd be cool to have timmy on this podcast really if i if this gets if this gets really big i'm definitely inviting that fucker on here because he, he has some stories dude there's a story about some ladies traveling in egypt and they just happened to ask a taxi dude hey take me to some party and they took them to some wedding going on, dude. and they were just dancing with the bride and groom. That's so tight, complete dude. strangers. Like Egypt would be a fucking I don't think beautiful you would place ever to go to. Happen? I think I don't think that would ever happen in America. No, I mean, what the fuck? You'd be crashing a wedding. That's wedding crashers, dude. One on one. People. That's wedding crashers. <sighs> I get what you're saying, though. It's ultimately it's, it's all about just having like stories to. And yeah, living it up. Like and, I love yeah. the I love the song by Judas Priest. It's called "You Got Another Thing Coming," and the first line is, "It's my life. I'm gonna live it up." Yeah, and we and we are here I'm for a limited gonna, it's time my too. Life. I'm That's gonna the thing. Live we it are. Up. It is. We are here for such a limited time, and that is something that is made. It's it's in all the media. I mean, you really think people take it for fucking granted? Like we're gonna die. I mean, it's it's inevitable. We're going to fucking die. Some of us sooner than others. And if you're on your deathbed, and the only thing, what do you want to see in your fucking flashback when you see your life in front of (laughs) you? Oh, top salesman, 2020. Fucking, I got I Jansen. I beat the Nintendo fucking Breath of the Wild. Would would that be something I'm proud of? To, to like written on my tombstone <laughs> Luke Jansen Luke Jansen employee of the month yeah employee of the month three weeks in a row like no dude like and, and that could be some people might get a huge hard on from that and that's like their goal in maybe. life is to be maybe, and that's okay maybe you're you know? some CEO of a big company and that's and you, pretty impressive you find joy in that and you you know you worked your way up but, to that and that's what you want but you gotta right. know what you want and that's the thing that I have struggled with I don't want that kind of lifestyle I don't, I don't I, I do want nice cars, but I want nice cars that I work on and build up to be mine, like my right, dad always like wanted. Like personalized. You yeah, know, you don't just want to buy some Lamborghini or. I mean, maybe I would that's lo- cool. I would like, like a nice Bentley, but, but that's a, so that's a real cooler. fever dream. You know? It's so much cooler if you just build your own car and it's your, it's personal. And that's what my dad fucking need. wanted, and he had that a anyway. little bit in high school, you know. But he just it it he had a family too early. I mean, no, I love my dad. I love my family, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I think traveling. I think it's, it's like traveling is really a great way to make yourself unique compared to all these other people because it's just like our culture kind of is like cookie cutter you know go to college get a get a corporate job and then but traveling is like you have these everybody who travels goes different places and they get their own different stories, and you have all these stories to tell your friends back home. Yeah. And, like, you're never going to hear the same story twice. Because yeah. there's, there's so many possibilities out there. Yeah. And, okay, I'm just going to get back to what, what my dreams for traveling Yeah, are. let's swing it around. We'll go I, to, yeah, Luke Jansen's, his fucking wish I learned, list, his bucket list. I think since the pandemic how people were working remotely is key if i can get a job that lets me work remotely and i think people call this like being a digital nomad or something probably i don't know you don't have to be tied to some office 
Yeah. So you don't have to live in the same city. So yeah, you're you working can move online. Around. So you can be living anywhere across the world. And you can make and just money. working from online and say, oh, I got to work. Maybe I still got to work nine to five. But yeah. At least after five o'clock, I can go out in the city and you're where you're go out anywhere. and do anything. You're anywhere. It's yeah. just like you're on vacation all the. It's, yeah, and you're you literally could, on vacation. You could go all to the that fucking that podunk fucking ramen shop screw, for dinner. Screw two weeks vacation. Why don't you just live and life dude, like you're always on vacation? And that fucking two and weeks that's vacation. Literally, what that's what like vagabonding yeah. is. That's what being abroad is like. Yeah, being on vacation. For, all the time. Forever. And it doesn't have to be forever because and obviously anything would get old. But I think that the constant freshening of pace and moving to different areas in the world would right. keep it fresh. And, and it, time would fly doing that. And before the, you know it, you'll be ready to settle down. Or maybe right. you won't. And you'll find what truly makes you passionate. Maybe it's not like vacation because I think vacation is like super fast paced. Yeah, it wants to see I think all it would be more like living real life. Yeah, it's living, just living in a different place. And, and experiencing different experiences. And living slowly and yeah just being able to really simmer yeah. yourself and the real fucking vacations would be coming pot. back home for christmas with your family like that would be like right. the real vacations and that would be that would be more meaningful at home with your family because you never fucking see them yeah, you know I, you wouldn't be like always at your my, family's throats since i've been home from college i feel like oh, i yeah, see my relatives so, so often it's not even like constantly it's not i've seen my grandparents like a dozen times. You start to get summer. fucking irritated at that. And it's at like it's point. not even special anymore. Like, yeah, I love them, but it's like you. It loses the spark, and you start to much. get irritated. Yeah, there's nothing new to talk to you about because I saw you like five days ago. Yeah, exactly. And there's no fucking spark, and and you get tired of people. Like me and my brothers will fight. Whereas when I come home from college, for the first couple of weeks, it's like euphoria because it's like, so it's like I don't stuff. fight with anyone, and it's like all my family is like doing good, and it's like it's just like I feel like that would be a all around better experience and, and really i think it's important not to just travel as a way to have stories to tell to people you get back home because that's not the that's point not really the right it's really attitude. yeah it's not it's the, not about that's just, not the motivation because then it's that's, for that's, yourself. A, that's about getting status and like it's really more selfish but in a bigger way not as selfish because the selfish thing is to build up yourself and make yourself seem cooler whereas really ultimately you want to live not just for yourself but really for yourself in a way not in a selfish manner whereas it's like for no, yourself yeah, to prove to others it's, exactly it's for that. your actual for yourself for your actual happiness despite what other people might think other people might think we're crazy for fucking taking two years out of college it doesn't matter though because our life I will be like, more meaningful i feel like are you actually going to take two years out of college or is, i don't know are we just talking about this like, we might I'm, not even but it, it, the idea is there like, in my head the idea is there too but me for like well, it as happen. much as I really want to do it, I'm like, well, it happen. Should I like? Should I even do it? Well, like, yeah, I, I think we absolutely I should. It? I think it's very possible that it can happen. But... Is it even a good idea? Like, do I? I don't. I think it is a good idea. I think yes. I think it, we but we benefit from that. Just so few people do this, and it seems like it seems like if I told my parents, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna travel. The I already world told for, my dad about this, and he was like ecstatic. He thought it would be fucking amazing if I was to go to Germany and fucking Switzerland and Japan and, and all over the world to all these fucking places. He thought it was amazing because he never got to experience shit like that. He actually yeah. encouraged me to oh, study shit. abroad, and I think that your dude, family you would be understanding. It, yeah, I, I might. Think about it, because I mean, fuck, we're only in the second year, third year, fourth that's year. Just, that's a perfect opportunity, dude. Spend four months yeah. in wherever you want to go. But, that, I mean, it's still more touristy because wherever I'm going to go, there's going to have to be English speakers because I'm being learned, right. you know. But 
but yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's like that would be something that I think would be fucking awesome. I mean, I can dip my feet in the water of a foreign area, foreign experience, and it's really not that much more expensive. I thought it would be, but it's really not. Like I always no, we give people not. shit, like, oh, fucking classic rich kid, he's gonna go fucking study abroad. Like, no, like we're already paying a lot for university. It's really just. I'm looking at Singapore. I'm not, I haven't Singapore. I haven't, yeah, you've like, told me a little about anything, that. But that's like, I think it's perfect in terms of location and so singapore if you don't know is like it's like southeast asia and it's on the there's like a it's like a city but it's also its own country really there's like about six million people there oh holy fuck and they got like a probably most of their population is chinese but there's also like people from india and people from malaysia and people from indonesia it's like it's kind of like a asian cultural mixing pot like America's the mixing pot for lots of cultures. Singapore is like that, but for Asian. It's like, like the melting pot for for Asian culture, but, for the Eastern culture. Yeah. So I feel like if I go there, I can experience not one but four different cultures. Yeah, for real, and you can and, live that. And they speak English while at school, t- getting your fucking credits for your career ultimately. And too. while I'm there, there's people from all over the world who are in my same position. There's probably exchange students from Europe. From Japan, from oh, I'm China, sure. From yeah, all and you can—they the know English too. And, and that's dumbass Americans don't only know fucking English. They probably know English and can speak to us. Yes, about I mean they speak English in Singapore, which is great. Yeah, obviously because I don't speak any other language. But yeah, that would be something I'd love to experience. At least learn, learn one language in yeah, my life. Yeah, I actually I've been thinking about this too. Actually, I. I don't know what language to choose, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm thinking German. Would be I cool. want to have that experience of just being able to go to a country and understand, and speak their language, and, and like yeah. see someone's reaction when they see that. Oh, this, this like dude that guy from on America YouTube, actually yeah. learned another language. Like that, there's that man on YouTube. He actually passed away. It's very Laush, sad. I don't Laushu, remember what his name is. Laushu, yeah, but he spoke like every fucking language. He'd go to like <laughs> Targets in the U.S. and he'd like speak to fucking foreigners and he'd like. Speak and in their then, home yeah. tongue, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, you're speaking crazy my to home see tongue." Their reaction because a lot of the other world, they're learning English right now. Yeah, well, they learn English just well, so they can fit in in America. <laughs> we're just learning like Spanish or something, like half-assed. Yeah, I no fucking hardly actually, know any Spanish. Yeah. Just, nobody actually really knows enough Spanish to have a conversation. Like Como te llamas or some shit, you know? Like, I mean, not to be like racist or anything, but like, fuck, man, I really don't know Spanish hardly at all. Like, I can pick up some meaning because we but, just we don't need to really. English is the, the language of the world. It, it's the it's the language of fucking our world, which is America, and which that actually makes it really, really convenient for us to travel. Yeah, because a lot of people know we English. speak English, and English is spoken mainly, pretty much. To some degree, yeah. everywhere across. But the world. I would love to be able to go somewhere where it's not, where it's like you right. have to have like translations and, and like you have to have these connections with people. It's that's, deeper. That is the big worry about traveling is just like not knowing where what the fuck is happening. Yeah. How? Yeah. Where do I go? Like, what if I can't find where I'm trying but, to go? And you what saw that. You got fucking Google to... Translate. You got the new iPhone Translate. You take pictures of fucking road signs. It'll translate them for you. Like, there's ways around. There's that. yeah. It's 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 harder. It's it's a harder way of life. But I think. But that ways effort of life are where more fruitful. We feel most alive. Yeah, and it's more fruitful it's kind of cheesy, for us. But it is cheesy, but like that's, when I was a lot of this shit's took, cheesy, and it's because people don't want to think about like, oh, that's just some cheesy fucking fever dream. Like, when I was with Brad, shout out if you're listening, Brad. Oh, he's fucking listening. I know my home, Brad. We it yeah. was hard 
like living. We were camping five nights in a row and yeah. hiking like every day. Dude, different fucking subject. But, but it was so rewarding. Yeah. It was so it was Dude, like when we went it to the fucking cave, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, this is something story. that I'm a part of, like for real. Like same with Brad, it's fucking just, legendary Brad, dude. Doing hard shit is not is not a bad thing. That's it that's leads where to I feel most so much alive. joy. Yeah, and it's like that story about and the fucking so cave. Rewarding. So many people I've told that to, it felt actual fucking happiness about it because it's like it was crazy. Like that was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, dude, it was like midnight right. yeah, and for, we were hiking. For context, I was, yeah, we're on a road trip and I had this great idea of exploring. Well, well, let's be a little careful. Hold on. Let's be a little careful with this because we don't know like, the exact legal ramifications of some of this story. So we'll just be vague about it with the actual location. But for as far sure. as we know, it was allowed. Like we're not, there was nothing that we were doing that was necessarily wrong. It was just well off the beaten path. Well, no, <laughs> there wasn't, Luke, there wasn't anything necessarily wrong with what we were doing. It was just, it was something we had to hike fucking two hours out in the middle yeah. of the night to this cave. Which, Most people wouldn't do it. And, and you can camp there. We're not... It wasn't like we were trespassing. You, you know? I'm not entirely sure. Well, we weren't. We'll we, go with that. <laughs> we were not trespassing. We looked into it beforehand. If, like, there would have been... Which, there wouldn't have been a park ranger out there. But we would have been fine. He might have been like, hey, kids, be safe. This is dangerous, you know? But yeah. ultimately, we were over 18. No curfew. Like, like we were... We were good. We were well within, but it was still we're out good of the boys. We yeah, but you know we were yeah good American, good American Boy Scouts. Yeah, let me let me just tell yeah you story. you get into it though. After all the legal, we I got okay. the legal shit out of the way. So we it was pitch black by the time we actually started oh, hiking. Oh yeah, that was fucking. And stupid. I thought it was just gonna be like oh maybe like an hour hike or something, but we we were lugging all our sleeping bags and stuff and all our luggage. Like we yeah. didn't have any backpacks. Food. Yeah. We didn't water. We were, we were totally amateurs at this. I think we were carrying, like, a jug of water or something, like, a gallon of water. Um, Heavy as fuck. We, it, this trail was so poorly marked. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> we had to, like, bushwhack our way through the first part. It was fun as fuck, we didn't know where though. the trail was. We found it, though, kind of. We kind of found it, and then we lost it, like, five times. <laughs> the way back was <laughs> Even, much easier. I was literally looking at my map, too, but the map was The map was shit. It was, like, something. some fucking 80-year-old man who took the hike out and <laughs> the same shit we were doing. This but. trail was so poorly kept, but... It was good. We had to cross a few creeks, and that was an interesting. That it was, was fun. It was just like we had to use teamwork. How, that was fun as fuck. Like one person would put some rocks in the creek <laughs> to try to make a little <laughs> land bridge. Yeah, you guys had long and legs. Luke with his fucking jump long across, legs, yeah. and someone would throw the luggage to the other side. And we'd it was catch fucking. It. it was some real fucking MacGyver shit, dude. And then okay. Anyway, we make it to the cave, and it's a beautiful cave. It is beautiful. It we is have pictures. Massive. If you ever get a Twitter or anything, we'll put. We can post them. But and, you know. It's beautiful. I don't know a single person besides us who's, like, slept in a cave Yeah, before. I can't. I've talked to people about it, and they're like, that's bullshit. And I'm like, it's not fucking bullshit. Like, we went to a fucking cave. We hiked out there two hours in the middle of the fucking night hearing coyotes and shit. Yeah, I literally saw coyotes, but yeah, I didn't dude. see it. But. Like, yeah, there's, like, bats fluttering around in the fucking trees and shit. Yeah. Like, we were, out in, we were out in fucking nature. For all, this was not some, for all we know, there could have been a bear in that cave. There is, well, yeah. there wasn't. This but wasn't some cushy fucking was, tourist. But. Yeah, I think we were fine, but... You know, and we started a fucking fire with our own means. I mean, we had a cigarette lighter, and I had a fuck ton of math papers from freshman year. Calculus. But, yeah, but ultimately, I mean, Brad knew how to fucking start the fire with, with the sticks, like a fucking badass, which was cool. But Little ultimately, the yeah. cigarette lighter and the fucking math papers, and we had a roaring fire. It was we beautiful. had a proper dinner with some ramen. It was beautiful. And, um, it was so fucking amazing, really, the experience. And I encourage anyone who's 
th- that would be outside their comfort zone, just say, fuck it. Just go. Go to a fucking cave in the middle of nowhere. Just do it. Where because... it's barely legal and just fucking do it. Just have that experience and just have that fucking... You yeah, it'll just... it'll be scary. I was fucking scared. It'll be scary, but it'll be so rewarding. We could have, like, camped in some, you know... Park. A regular, like, $11 a night. We yeah. could have car camped. We could have drove the car up. Yep. Designated park and just put our car there. 11 bucks a night, yeah. But no, that's not what we're about. No. And that's kind of the idea of this whole... That's like a fucking taste of this lifestyle we want. And I think that's the dr- the gateway drug that really got me thinking about this. I did do that. Yeah. I did do that, and it was a lot of fun. And I, it's one of the most meaningful about, experiences that I've had of recent. It's about living, like outside of the comfort the the highly structured society was yeah and, and just experiencing these things that you wouldn't no one normally would experience and there are people that experience it like timmy he did the same shit he has stories of him going to fucking caves and going out in the wilderness you know but it's like most people don't have that and, and that's ultimately like i find it fascinating how there's still like tribes living in the amazon yeah. rainforest yeah and without like it's so interesting to see how how we evolved from that to the society yeah. where we have a government that that looks over us all the time. We have these yeah jobs, constant regulations. These jobs, everything is so routine. Structure, you know? very structure, shit ton routine. of structure. Yeah, and I don't. I think that's just terrible. It kills the it, imagination and the creativity of life, right. really. And it's one of those things where it's like, the structure is, Everything it can be good, stagnant. but it's, it's too much structure. It leads to... And it's funny because, honestly, I thought that when we started this podcast... I felt like when we were in that cave, it was like, we were yeah. in a totally different parallel It was a whole different world. Because there was no one else. I, that was creepy. When we finally got back to, like, more civilization, like, when we finally <laughs> made it out and we saw like, cars... Like, oh, there's people... Those cars, like, we can see people driving. It's It was wild, because we really spent a whole, like, almost, probably, t- yeah, 24 hours, you'd say? Maybe maybe less, maybe 18. Yeah, maybe, like, 16 or something. We spent a great chunk of a day without any human contact other than ourselves and our, our own means, and we... It was wild coming back to civilization and just being like... I mean, I'm, I'm not... We're not, like, monks. It's not like we were... Oh, we trekked out for 30 days with no fucking civilization. Even yeah. the small journey we took, civilization was such a shock to and come back that's to. That's just like, if that little small thing could get my mind... That s- stimulated. In that Imagine what, like, wandering across... Like a Japanese country. Just not... <laughs> well, outside of Japan. Say, let's say, backpacking anywhere. through yeah, Europe. I get it. But a lot of people go to Europe to backpack, which I, I really want to do That would be very nice. We, could, we should do that together, for real. We can That'd fucking make dope. a podcast backpacking, dude, if this still is a thing by then. That'd be sweet. Let's do it. But yeah, no, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, our little experience in our own home country that's out of our comfort zone was so rewarding to us. Think about what it would be like if we were to just kind of, I mean, and that was minimalist. We didn't have all of our fucking pleasures. There was no showers. There was no fucking, not saying you should give up taking a shower because some people will be smelling fucking nasty. You, You motherfuckers need to take a shower. Uh, not a personal attack to anyone. I'm just saying in general, if you've gone like four or five days, Clean yourself the fuck up, bro. No one wants to spell your stank. But the point is that, yeah, I mean, you can live. You know, people can live without the general necessities. And, and you, you find that out, and it's like, it's freeing. It's like, you're not shackled down to this right. this fucking set and culture. It's like... People, I'm sure people listening to this are going to think you're nuts, though. Oh, yeah, we're going to... Yeah, dude, we're, we're going to get flamed, probably, but... But, like, how much of that just is you really thinking that, or... 
Or is just, it the societal, like, norms that you're fucking put into? Yeah, the norms. It's, it's like, oh, well, that's weird for you to fucking go out to a cave and backpack in the middle of the fucking night. Like, that's weird. Right. Like, that's dangerous. But Why would you want to do that? Who says that's weird? I'm a fucking little scrawny boy. Like, I'm a scrawny do. boy, and I went out in fucking nature. Anything could have fucking got me, you know? But yeah, I, I'm not... It doesn't matter, because it doesn't matter... Like, some people want to maybe just be discouraged by size or by shape or anything. Fuck no, dude. You do you. Like, what, the odds of something fucking bad happening... People hear all these horror stories. Like, come on, dude. Most of that's bullshit, probably. And even the real horror stories, they can be prevented by just not being a fucking dumbass. Even like, this like, is a big thing for me. When I turn 21, I'm getting a revolver. Like, or not a revolver, just a regular fucking handgun. I'm sure, I'm sure a big concern about people traveling is safety. A lot, of, a lot of these third world countries aren't safe. But you think, like, um, this on these podcasts I was listening to today, like, some, this, this, this dude said the, the most feared for his life he's ever been was, like, in Texas. <laughs> but, I mean, I can see and that. And he's been to, like, the Middle East. Yeah. And I mean, Job lived in those, fucking Jordan. All those countries that are, like, deemed unsafe by... Yeah, by the fucking Most media. people in America. And, like, yeah, because of all the fucking and, the terrorists Yeah, there. you see, like, yeah. all, all this bad shit In the war on terror and fucking... With 9-11. And, I mean, yeah, that, that exists, There is, obviously. yeah, there is suffering, but obviously. That's but. just a small percent of what it's like You can there. see, like, there's, obviously... There's nice people everywhere in the world. Yeah. There's people... There's like China gets a lot of shit, but there's genuine, honest oh, people. Oh, I'm sure. There's yeah, people that just have families and they love yeah, their families. Fucking, just what is like, it? Taiwan, right? Yeah. Part of China that should be its own fucking country. I'm not I, gonna fucking apologize. I'm no John Cena pussy, bro. Yeah, Fuck you, China. We can talk about this in a different episode. Come at me, fucking China. See what? Cancel my fucking podcast, dude. I'll fucking I'll get Donald Trump back in there and fucking nuke your ass. Not really. That, I'm not supposed to talk politics. Anyway, that's just that's a joke. That's a joke. Anyway. Joke alert! That was a joke. A lot of just people just here, like we were talking about in the first episode, people are are narrow minded when it comes to their like stereotypes, I guess, of what other cultures are like. Like I know my grandma like still fucking like hates Japanese people because of what she saw in World War Two about Pearl Harbor and about yeah and then the being Japanese, in the Axis powers. Japanese yeah. were were really really atrocious in what they did with like the rape of Nan Nanking and their treatment of the prisoners of war. Oh yeah. And yeah. And I mean look at fucking stuff. Germany, dude. Germany there was Nazi fucking Germany. Germany's but not like still, that anymore. People still, move on. Point, I'm not trying to say Nazi Germany was bad, but people move on from that. I respect German fucking heritage. Right. I can look past the fucking Nazi and the, I can see see how bad that the is. The point is she yeah, she still has some some kind of stereotypes against Japanese people. The distaste, yeah. Way back when, from when her brother was fighting the in changed. the Navy she, yeah. against these Japanese people. And, oh, it's just... It's uh, unnecessary distaste. And it's funny, because this is honestly pretty liberal for us to be talking about this, but it's honestly true. Like, like even, honestly, I, the, even I'm, I feel that like some parts of the world are just more unsafe especially in the middle east yeah i feel myself personally i would never want to go to fucking china um why i kind of i yeah but you know what i I mean like well yeah but like what you see in the news about how bad china is and how the people are so mistreated it's like i I don't really want to be a part of that it's like you know it's like but that could be something that could be a great learning experience i'm not trying to say like did you watch that documentary i sent you there's this i don't think there's this japanese um like document like 
what, are, what am I saying? Like a filmmaker or something. Guy who makes documentaries. He traveled to some really remote part of China yeah. and some small village and filmed this like school teacher. Yeah. Um, he was like a volunteer at this school for a bunch of China, basically Chinese like rural farming like, students. Like youth and, or are you talking like Yeah, youth. Okay. And it's like these people have never left their hometown. Oh yeah. And they, they don't know anything. They else. don't really have a chance in life because they're just living in extreme poverty. Yeah, and what they're born into, yeah. And that's kind of the thing with, with privilege. And we do have this chance. A lot of Americans yeah. have this fucking chance to experience the world as we know it. Or as we don't know it, I should and, say. Yeah. People just just don't don't realize how fortunate we are. And yeah. I, like I saw that in Las Vegas. <laughs> how I guess people just don't we have such a opportunity to do good in this world with our like why like I I'm so glad for those people who are volunteer teachers in yeah. those parts of China. Like I honestly I would love to do something like that. If that could be pretty cool. Like, I feel like I'd have to get like a teaching degree or something. Maybe not even though, honestly, probably just, just be knowledgeable really. But there's so much, like the whole North Korea situation. Like, I feel like if we all did something about it, well, that, yeah, we can do something about but it. That's kind of big though. Anyway, it's like, that's hard. And it, that's kind of gets point, away from, that's kind of a different episode entirely. The point really. is in Las Vegas, I saw, I saw even my uncle, he, spending like $300 on dinner boom exposed your uncle's exposed like yeah sorry if you're listening to this get fucked Luke's uncle but just kidding I love you <laughs> but like what these lifestyles people live what good could come out of if people just kind of opened their eyes and stopped stopped living so narrow mindedly yeah and it's just like, it, it's also what people, I'll say it's just like how we yeah. were talking about how some of my friends just like get really upset if they're like a fly lands on their food yeah it's like it's the people that get about perspective some people have never seen some people fucking eat slop dude they eat like fucking like 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 fucking pig slop and sometimes and we get like a those people are more happy yeah that's crazy and that's thing. kind of the minimalist idea you can live a life where you're not like with all these fucking bounties and all these riches and you can still be fucking happy with yourself and it's like sure some of those people i'm sure are unhappy but the depression rate in america is fucking huge even though we're one of the best countries it's we are really it really is we're a the testament to how how little like joy material possessions yeah matter and how little joy they, they bring when nourish your soul yeah when america can be one of the most fucking profitable countries and and the majority of its population is fucking depressed especially men in particular which interestingly enough not to be like sexist or anything but men usually tend to be making more money just because that's just how it is and, it, and men tend to be depressed more often than usual and I, I wonder if that this is obviously a whole different topic, whole different bucket of uh, of horseshoes. I don't think that's a fucking saying. It is now, <laughs> but a whole different, a whole different, like, whole different topic to get into. 
I mean, why do you think that is that the men are less happy? I, I feel like a lot of men might be breadwinners. I know there, I'm sure there's there's obviously plenty of women who are breadwinners, but those women get to experience more. That's a good point. Maybe a more fulfilling lifestyle, as maybe not as pressured by their work life if they're in a family unit. Not to say that women don't have pressures. My mom is obviously stressed out about her job, but you you understand. I think that you you could grasp the point I'm getting at. Where, I mean, the depression rate in America is very high, especially in men, and men tend to be the people who are kind of the breadwinners really and they and even if they don't have a family they're making money it's like it's like that japanese guy from when we all started with that with that book we were reading that that man had made good money and he, he partied a lot and he had a luxurious lifestyle and he realized that he wasn't happy in that luxurious lifestyle he was still depressed and it wasn't until he started to really find himself and find what he enjoyed and get rid of what society was pushing on him in japan that he was able to kind of break out right. yeah because we're here not to work. We're here to live. enjoy and to live. Yeah. And, and to, our, our work should support yeah. that. Our prosperity. And we are here to prosper, but we're not... There's, there's, a, there's, I feel like there's an amount where it's like you're exceeding that prosperity and you're getting into just chasing and chasing like a, a dragon almost. Like chasing the dragon like you would with drugs or anything. You're, you're chasing that high of life when you could just live it and experience it. You know? I'm almost curious to see if I could live a life if I never worked. <laughs> not okay, I don't. Not I mean, definitely worked. not. But I understand the point you're trying to get but at. But trying to live very work, minimalist and barely have any dues, d- debts to pay. Really. What if I work for f- ten years, maybe, and then retired? Would I have enough money after ten years of living like a minimalist to go be a full-time vagabonder, traveling? Yeah. And, and it's uh, very possible, really. I, I mean, you wouldn't be able to settle down, but if that's what you really like, and that's what really, it's that, that's what you really feel is meaningful to you in life. Why not? You know. Yeah. I I had one more thing I wanted to. to yeah, talk I'm about, thinking uh, this might be we might be getting to the shout out period of the where I have to shout out all these people that I told I would shout out on I, this podcast. Back to the cost of traveling. I oh yeah I watched like a like a girl who like cycled across the world yeah um in her 20s and she was talking about how the cost of cycling like you can cycle i think it was from europe to like southeast asia about you could spend what was it like five grand to cycle and this takes like a whole year, yeah. At least that's, that's good. Your your cost of living is literally five grand. Yeah, and that's and with the cost so of much. buying a bike, the cost of well, fucking a tent, the cheap. cost of you know, like the because you're not you're maybe. not you're living you're sleeping in a tent. Obviously, you're not sleeping in like and, you know a yeah. hotel or a hostel every night. And you may you, uh, you can sleep in there a few nights. Yeah, but if the, you have the a idea. For that, but, is that it's minimalist living on the road and experiencing right and it's not really as expensive as people want to make it out because you're not spending money to buy a bus or buy transportation because you're literally biking everywhere and biking is free transportation so you you can live off of five thousand dollars a year i think that's crazy yeah it's ridiculous how much money do people most people make in a year what's the average salary i mean 
I, I don't want to get into specifics, but I mean, I feel like most people at, Let's at, just say at like, a mature point in their life, probably close to a hundred K if they're, ma- if they're making good money at a good okay. job, maybe out of like college, we'll say like 50 grand. Oh yeah. We said, yeah, 50 grand. We'll talk about straight out of college. We'll make this more real to the people who Fair think that, college. Yeah. Okay. You can work one year, make 50, 50 grand. grand and then maybe you, taxes, income taxes. It's probably close to 40 something, 40, 45, maybe 46. Let's say 45,000. Yeah, maybe after you take everything out, I'm it might not, even be lower than that. It's probably We're lower not than fucking. That. This is not something. This is beyond the. You're gonna have to pay off student debts and, and all that shit. So yeah, it, and anyway. that's another story. But you can fucking you can let those loans go for a little bit. You can fucking push them back. What's that called? There's like a grace period, out of school. That that shouldn't be a worry. Oh, I, feel I don't like. know. But but yeah, I understand what you're saying. You make that money, you go out into the world and you get you, you know, can experience 45 it for cheap. Grand. Think about, I mean, if you're talking about 5000 for a fucking lifestyle, think about 45000 40, That literally makes... You could double it for ten k and you, you still have thirty five in the live, bank, you know? If if I, if I'm, if my math is correct, 45 divided by 5, that is 9. That is 9 years, Matthew. Yeah, really. You could, you could sustain 9 years of your life. It wouldn't be crazy comfortable, but it would be... No. It would be an experience, and that's probably, to say the you least. You probably wouldn't want to bike, cycle no, the world no, 9 abso- times in a row. Absolutely not. You would want to... But you, you could, could really do, do that it. 9 times yeah. off of 1 year of working. And right out of college. That's right out of college. And and that's if we can... If that's if there's a way to get rid of the debt and at least push it back. And you can at least go for a year because I know so, there's grace periods of at least a so year. So, let's think about this. 9 years of your life, how... How many people, how many years would you live after? You say you're 22. I mean, dude, how many fucking people would you meet in those nine years too? You'd meet so many different people, so many different characters. I mean, your fucking family, your, your settled down could be in that time too. Not even in America. You could, you could work like literally like, like six, seven, eight years. Yeah. At 50K. Yeah. And Which you're going to get a promotion. You're going to retire and just. But it'd be, it wouldn't be the comfortable fucking no. dreamy life that people it would, want. But it would yeah. Be psych- like. Five thousand dollars is just for cycling when you're living in a tent. Obviously, you're gonna want. Yeah, that's live. gonna be fucking cheap as fuck. You're gonna want to live. You're, that's gonna be a very uncomfortable lifestyle. You could but. maybe up it to like twenty k a year to live. Yeah, and you live abroad less comfortable than you would live any other life, but you would still be experiencing these experiences, and it would be doable. And that's that's kind of is that it? You think? I think we've touched on. I think that Everything might be it. I wanted to touch on. That just, might be it for fucking two, dude. Just living... Just the... the co- People... The costs of living are not as expensive if you go abroad. Oh, yeah. And minimalism combined with living abroad... Yeah. Honestly, you can milk so much more um, like, money and like out of life, your, Yeah, experience. Like, yeah, you, I mean, sorry. I, I yeah, no, you, you for milk, the money, you can milk so much more you life You can experience. milk so much more time and experience out of your money. Yeah. And then, ultimately, yeah. that means, in the grand scheme of things, living like a minimalist and means you are able to work less and live more. Yeah. And I think that's really. a good point to end it. Yeah, and I just want to, before we sh- shut this one down, you know, for one, this is, hopefully you guys enjoy that this one's a good 30 minutes longer than the last one. We really, yeah. we really got into it on this one, and I really enjoyed that. It's kind of been the plan for them to be closer to an hour, an hour 30 long, but the first one, we were just, it was kind of uncomfortable, it was the first time, <laughs> and Luke had to take a piss, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, I- I'm sorry, fucking Bovary for blue balling you, dude, if you really listen to, I'm sure you'll listen to the whole thing through. 
I want to shout out Michael Boveri because he's my fucking homie. He listens to the podcast and he's a real fucking G. Uh, shout out some of the guys from work. I want to shout out Zach. He's a fucking G. He actually gave a lot of inspiration, you know, a lot of helpful advice for this next podcast. Hopefully he, hopefully we've touched on some of his improvements that he said to make. Hopefully, you know, we sounded more confident, more loud, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to shout out. He's got a fucking song on Spotify. It's so fucking good. It's called out of time, I think. And it's a, it's a banger. So, you know, go check it out. And not be our new podcast title. Out of time, out of time dude. dude. Just copy fucking Zach. I mean, honestly, it'd fit with the vibe. I mean, I like that. Better, yeah, honestly. And yeah, okay, maybe we'll fucking change it up. Maybe dude, I feel. Yeah. I think I literally was thinking about. Well, that dude, today. that's Zach. Thank you. I like again a huge shout out to fucking Michael Bovary. I told Michael Bovary I'd suck his balls at the very beginning, but then I fucking waited until an hour and twenty minutes in to start sucking his balls. So Michael, I'm so fucking sorry for blue balling <laughs> you on this one, but you got your fucking shout out, bro. I love you. You know I fucking love you. Isak, I fucking love you, bro. Uh, thank you, everybody else who listened, too. For real. They, we don't even fucking know. If, if you're a returning listener, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if Luke wants to shout anybody out or anything. Again, shout out the guys at Peronis. All fucking phenomenal. <laughs> a, a, lot of the, a lot of you guys listen well, to this, and that makes me really happy. I already gave out a shout out to Brad. Yeah, I think of course, that's the Brad. only one I'm going to give. Because yeah. Brad was with us on that cave trip. On the cave trip, yeah. And, and Brad's a fucking Colorado dude. with me. Yeah. And I'm sure... That's a different we'll podcast on... episode. We got to talk about your Colorado trip. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I touched on it a little bit. But a lot bit, I think. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah. About the, um, the lightning. <laughs> yeah. I, and we'll leave you on that cliffhanger. The lightning. So ominous. Yeah. I, I think that's about it, though. I think... Thank you guys again for listening. And uh, this is fucking... Time podcast, maybe out of time podcast. Yeah. Signing off episode two. Peace out, Buttercup.